Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily. First story up today, the White House responds to H.E. Daily, Jen Psaki spreading Freedom flu denialism. She's got a bad case of it. We'll talk about it next. Freedom flu, the work-life reset. We're going to talk a little bit more about what's driving these labor shortages then. The freedom flu when it comes to religion. And finally, a Loudoun County father has exposed a horrific cover-up of a sexual assault that took place in the schools there. All of this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. So yesterday, we dedicated the entire show to the freedom flu. We went through four segments of it. We covered air, we covered supply chains, we covered the sea, and we covered how it's affecting Joe Biden and his White House. And then something absolutely wonderful happened. My favorite person in the White House decided to respond to this hit number one podcast. Listen to what Jen Psaki had to say. I know there was a little um, hubbub over the course of the last few days uh, about uh, Southwest Airlines. We now know that some of those claims were absolutely false and actually the issues were uh, completely unrelated to vaccine mandates. But again, what we've seen business to business across the country is this is the way to save lives, create more certainty, it's good for the economy, and it's something we're looking forward to implementing. It's all just a bunch of hubbub. There's no real freedom flu. You guys don't need to worry about that. That's a bunch of smoke and mirrors. There isn't anything actually happening. People aren't saying that they don't want to come to work because of the vaccine. People aren't saying that they're burnt out. People aren't taking leave and taking sick time on this. Jen, we've talked to them. We've talked to the employees. I've talked to the employees. And it ain't just Southwest, by the way. You've got air traffic controllers. You've got other airlines. You've got people at Amtrak. You've also got people saying that they're going to start doing work-to-rule slowdowns. What's a work-to-rule slowdown? That's when you implement the strictest interpretation of FAA guidelines that will slow down and gum up the works the same way that anybody knows you can. They say, well, you know, example, glass breaks on the floor. Oops. Oh, boy. Got to call maintenance to come in and fix that up. Yeah, going to have to get that carpet changed. Whoa, there's glass particles on it. Yep, going to have to delay the flight. Going to have to delay the flight. You know, we got, we got glass on the ground here. So you see, there's so many ways that they can do this without conducting. Now, if they were to conduct an actual walkout, an actual strike, that's called, and as we said all along, that would be an illegal job action under the Railroad Workers Act, right? They are declared uh, strategic workers. They can't just go ahead and do that. So obviously, they're not, there's not going to be a direct, um, you know, a direct strike. But Jen, there's a sick out. The freedom flu is real, and it's spreading. You've got Kyrie Irving over in the NBA saying that he's now been benched. He can't play or practice for the Nets because he refuses to take the vaccine. He actually had a fantastic and very science-based response as to why, because he has natural immunity. Excuse me, sir, are you vaccinated? No, actually, I'm immuno, just like myself. Next up... I had a Southwest employee reach out to me. Guess what? They are gonna be holding, let me check this, Monday, October 18th, 8.30 a.m. at Southwest Airlines headquarters. Let your voice be heard. Please join your Southwest cohorts, vaccinated or not, in exercising your First Amendment right to a peaceful protest of the recent COVID-19 vaccination mandate. So they're gonna be holding this, it's at the Southwest headquarters, it's right there, 
in Dallas. By the way, the same Dallas where the governor just stated that no entity passed a law that no entity is allowed to push vaccine mandates. And so Southwest, of course, is headquartered in Texas. How are they going to play this who's going to blink first? And they don't want us to see, by the way, they don't want us to see, and I talked about this yesterday, the lawsuit that was filed by the Southwest Airline Pilots Association stating that they wanted a federal injunction against the vaccine mandate. Now, here's an interesting piece that on Good Morning America yesterday, the Southwest CEO came out and he stated, no employee will be fired over the vaccine mandate. This Gary Kelly put this out. CEO of Southwest Airlines stated that no employees will be fired over the company's vaccine mandate. However, the airline announced on October 4th that all 56,000 U.S. uh, Southwest employees need to be vaccinated against COVID-19 by November 24th or face termination. We've also got the receipts on this. Here is the actual guidance internally released by Southwest stating, Failure to comply with the COVID-19 vaccine policy will result in termination of employment. And Gary, I looked up the SEC filings. We know that you are leaving your post as CEO. You're stepping down in four months. And your bonus, what does it say in the filings? Your 14A. We've got your 14A, Gary. Your bonus is tied to your handling of COVID. So you are looking for that golden parachute that says that you did everything you could and you did a great job with COVID and any problems were related to something else because you've got a financial incentive. You've got skin of the game. Now you've got a conflict of interest on this. We got their seats, Gary. We got their seats. So show me. And I want my sources in Southwest to reach out to HE Daily, to reach out to me. Tell me if new guidance comes out that backs up what Gary said on Good Morning America, that no employee will be fired. We are standing up for workers and the freedom flu is spreading. The freedom flu is spreading and we want to keep it going. We also want to keep this podcast going. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code POSO up to 66% off. Keep MyPillow going. Keep those American workers and those Made in America products going. No vaccine mandate at MyPillow. And it's really great because you also have to look at the fact that we're going in, we're getting very close to Christmas. And because of the labor shortage issue that's been caused in the logistics and the supply chain situation by Joe Biden and his mandates, you want to get your MyPillow orders in now when it comes to Christmas. Christmas is coming up a lot faster than I think people realize. And because of these slowdowns, you need to get the orders in now. Go to MyPillow.com. You can get the, uh, there's a deal on the sheets. You get six for uh, six for one. You get the sheets. You get the towels. You get the pillows. In fact, uh, you also have the pillows that you can get for the kids. They have the biblical stories on them. They're absolutely fantastic. That's what we do for my son. He, uh, he has a nativity one. We have a Noah's Ark one. He takes it to daycare. It's great. This is how you pass on your traditions. MyPillow.com, promo code POSO. Now, listen to what's going on with the freedom flu because it's more than just freedom from the mandates. We're also looking at people choosing freedom in other ways because they're changing their relationship to work. It's called the Great Resignation. And the new data is out from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. This is actually crazy. Four million workers resigned from their jobs 
last year. This is very interesting. Listen to what CNBC had to say about it. Amazon announcing it will be giving some of its workers more flexibility to work from home indefinitely. And CNBC partnered with Catalyst on a new survey just out today that explains why Amazon is doing this. And the results are a wake-up call for corporate America. More than half of employed American parents of school-age children and over 40% of all employed Americans say they are considering leaving their jobs. They cite their employer's lack of concern for their well-being. We also found a stark disconnect between what employees want and what their employers tell them that they need. About three quarters of employed Americans say their employer believes that employees are just more innovative and work harder when they are in the office. But even more employed people say they would like their company to make work permanently flexible. And though there were consistent themes, we did find some striking differences between how men and women are reacting to the pandemic. Employed men are much more likely than employed women to say that they're considering leaving their job because their company or manager has not cared about their concerns during the pandemic. And men are more likely than women to say they intend to make changes in their career, such as asking for a raise or starting a company. So we'll have to see if more companies follow Amazon's lead and retreat from their office-centric work plans, John, in light of these pretty dramatic numbers showing... So this is something I've been talking about for a long time. I used to call it escape the cube farms, get out of the cubicles. What do I mean by that? You are selling your time to somebody else, and you are never going to be financially stable selling your time to somebody else eight hours a day plus two hours commuting back and forth, right? For what? For a wage, right? You're paying off debt, you're gonna be paying a wage. I think a lot of people, a lot of people took that year, last year, they're calling it the great resignation now. They stepped back when the lockdowns were on and they said, you know what? I like spending time with my family or I like spending time with myself. I don't know if I wanna get on that rat race wheel anymore. I don't know if I wanna keep doing that sort of thing. And I, for one, I absolutely applaud that. I, I totally applaud the reimagination of work, uh, people who are looking at freelancing in a new way. It's so much better and it's being entrepreneurial. With the internet now, there's so, and by the way, I'm not talking about like, you know, the gig work of, you know, just being an Uber driver or DoorDash, et cetera, et cetera. Great things, by the way, excellent side hustles. You got some time, you wanna, uh, you know, rent it out, that's great. But be your own boss, have the ability to do that. That's a big part of freedom. So, you know, I don't know if there's any Dave Ramsey fans out there, but I don't know if I'm supposed to promote somebody else's podcast on my podcast, but I'm gonna do that. Um, I think it's great. I think that's a great way to get started in all of this, that if you're in debt, to get off of it. But then you can also take that to the next level and then figure out ways to use debt to leverage and use it to your advantage once you get to that point. This is a huge reason. Look, the Great Reset is happening because they do not want you to be financially literate. They want to keep interest rates negative so that you can't make any money because they want you to be a renter class. Don't you be a renter class that is trapped in debt so that you continue working for the nameless, faceless corporations that go on and you're servicing your debt and your entire life is based around service to your debt, right? That's what they want. That's what the system wants. That's what the Great Reset is all about. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Wall Street becomes your landlord. You don't have to live that way. You don't have to play that game. A big part of, you know, we talk about get out of cities. Well, a big part of that is being your own boss, finding ways to achieve financial freedom, 
Financial freedom is the next leg of this. And conservatives, quite frankly, if you want to be pro-freedom, you have to teach financial freedom to the people because they're not gonna figure it out on their own. They're not gonna be taught this in school. Imagine if we actually taught, imagine if we actually taught financial basics to every student in America. I think it would be incredible. I think it would be fantastic. That's the kind of country that I wanna live in. Stay tuned, come back more Freedom Blue. The freedom flu pandemic spreads and it continues. This are, it's, it's going coast to coast, folks, and it's probably going to end up going international as well. Now, religious exemptions are coming on board. Huge W's, absolutely huge W's in the religious exemption category came down yesterday. The big one, the very first one that came out was for the military. And specifically, it flies in the face of what Joe Biden, who claims to be a Catholic, has said. Listen to what Joe Biden said about abortion as a Catholic. What the Catholic bishops have done, um, are you concerned about this rift within the Catholic Church, and are you concerned about this action? Say again? The Catholic bishops are moving on this resolution that would pre pre prevent you and, and others who've um, supported abortion from receiving communion. Are you concerned about the rift in the Catholic Church, and how do you feel personally about that? That's a private matter, and I don't think that's going to happen. Thank you. Well, here's the problem with that. The Archbishop for Military Affairs for the entire U.S. military has just come out and stated Catholic troops can refuse the COVID vaccine. No one should be forced to receive a COVID-19 vaccine if it would violate the sanctity of his or her conscience, Broglio wrote. This is the Archbishop for Catholic Affairs for the entire U.S. military. Now, people might be asking, and I understand, I understand, they say, well, hold on, Pope Francis is the Pope of all Catholics, and he said, take the vaccine. Can this Archbishop just come up and countermand the Pope? Yes, as a matter of fact, he can, and I can explain this as a Catholic. When the Pope is speaking as, uh, with the official power of his role, that's called speaking ex cathedra. This is a very rare event, it means from the chair. That means he's speaking with the full power of his office. When he's just making a comment on some political issue or a social issue, that does not set the doctrine of the church. And as such, remember, the Pope is the Bishop of Rome. Other bishops can also give their opinions on these issues, and then councils are held, and there are very long, drawn-out processes for actually changing official doctrine of the church. This has not happened here um, when it comes to this specific vaccine, and the archbishop pointed out that the vaccine comes from abortion-derived cells, the testing on those cells. This just played a role in a huge event up in Utica, New York. Listen to what happened in New York last week. No way to cloud that. There's no gray area. I need to keep people in the state safe. And we'll be nation leading with our mandate, which strikes at midnight tonight when everyone is expected in a hospital in the state of New York or a healthcare facility to have been vaccinated. We are hit the first, we're hit the hardest, and I want to be the first to say we're over this. And so I'm calling on all the healthcare workers. Uh, first of all, those of you who've been vaccinated, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for doing what was right and helping lead the way so we do have the confidence we need. And to those who've not yet made that decision, please do the right thing. 
and to all the other health care workers who are vaccinated, they also deserve to know that the people they're working with will not get them sick. Today is a significant deadline. It reflects my priority to, to stop this virus dead in its tracks. We are over it. We are done. We want to move on. And the only way we can do that is to ensure that everyone is vaccinated, but particularly individuals who are taking care of the people who are sick. So the governor of New York, the new governor that nobody voted for, Kathy Hochul, has come out and said that she did not want, she was excluding religious exemptions. Ah, 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 federal judge just came down and said, that he's ruling on the favor of 17 healthcare workers that are calling for a religious exemption to the vaccine mandate on the basis of the fetal cell lines, the abortion testing that was done on these products. This is why when Project Veritas released those Pfizer emails just last week, they didn't want that information getting out because they knew that it would lead to religious exemptions, direct religious exemptions. So understand what's going on here. You got the President of the United States you got the Pope and you've got Pfizer, all trying to cover up what's really going on here. They are trying to force pro-life Catholics and Christians and other believers who hold this as a supreme core tenet of their religious beliefs. And they are trying to force you to receive this. They can't do it. They can't do it under law. They are not able to. Religious protection as written, go read the, uh, the ruling by this judge, by the way religious protection comes under your First Amendment. So this is one of those stories where I would prefer not to have to report this, but we have to report this because it's what's going on in our country and it's important. The story is broken by Luke Rosiak of The Daily Wire. You remember in Loudoun County, Virginia, when the school board protests were going on and one of them got uh, particularly heated there was an individual, there was a father, who was demanding a chance to speak. He was forcibly arrested without being given a chance to speak. And the footage went viral. They tried to paint him as some crazy right-wing conspiracy theorist, bigot, etc., etc. It turns out that that father had had a student, daughter, who was raped, sexually assaulted, by a boy who we're told wears a skirt sometimes, and uses the girls' room. That incident happened, the school knew about it, and instead of doing anything, they covered it up. And they didn't file charges, they didn't even contact police. Go watch the footage of the father being arrested, trying to plead his case to the school board. You are very well, you cannot change that.
And if that weren't bad enough, not only was the student in question not charged, they were transferred to another school. At that school, in October, they were arrested again for another incident of sexual assault. What is going on in Loudoun County? What is going on in our schools where we are going to allow this insanity to take place? He has been by now charged for the initial attack. Thank God. But the school board wouldn't even allow the father to speak. This is high school, by the way. These are teenagers, underage. My heart goes out to this father, my heart goes out to the family, and of course to his daughter. I pray for them the same way I pray for this country, the same way I pray for my family. What are we doing to our kids? Why are we allowing this to go on? The state of Virginia, the parents of Virginia, the people of Virginia, you can't allow this to be going on. We can't allow this to be happening to our kids, to our children. In the name of what, political correctness? No. This has to stop. I don't care what party you are. I don't care what your background is. This is child abuse and it's sexual assault and it has to stop. And we need to start listening to these parents when they are telling us what's going on with their children. That's all the time we have today here at Human Events Daily. Remember our motto, be good, be brief, be gone. Share this out with your normie friends, be the influence agent, and leave us a review. It actually really helps. You wanna get those reviews up. We're about to break 2,000. Please continue to give those reviews. But before we go, it's time for today's moment of history. Today, October 16th, is the 246th birthday of the United States Navy. Navy that I served in years ago, the same Navy that so many people out there have served in, the Navy that won the Pacific in World War II. Now I know there's been some problems lately, I know, but that doesn't mean that we're gonna throw the whole institution under the bus. So bravo Zulu to my fellow sailors and to all the veterans out, out there. And by the way, also a very special happy birthday to my brother Kevin, it's his birthday. God bless you, I love you. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.